Shalom. This is Rabbi Ben Newman. Today is day 312 of my daily Zohar reading. I'll be reading today part one of the Zohar, page 171b, in Aramaic and in English. I'm going to read a little bit of where I, uh, from what I read yesterday, just to remind us of the context, and then when I get to where I left off yesterday, I'll pick up with the Aramaic, followed by the English. I'm reading now from page 34 of the Pritzker edition Zohar. Volume 3, translated by Professor Daniel Matt. Last paragraph. Come and see, from this serpent, countless forces diffuse in every direction, appearing in the world, confronting human beings. So we must sustain the existence of that sinew of the thigh, for although that serpent rider approached it, it endures vitally among us, unbroken, and Jacob's potency increases in the world. We must show that you have striven with divine and human beings and have prevailed. Genesis 32.29 When he sees that place unbroken, uneaten, his potent power is broken, and he cannot harm the children of Jacob. That's where I left off yesterday. And that's where I'm going to pick up today in the Aramaic, where it says, da in the English, so we must... Va'alda la ba'inan la mehal duchta levarei la alma la mehal le vela le it achala klal. Rabbi Yisa Sava Darash ki naga bechaf yerech Yaakov ktiv hacha ki naga uchtiv hatam kol hanogea bemet benefesh haadam malahalan mesava. Ufhacha nami mesava, de saiv hahu atal, umeatar mesava laitlan, leit hanaa mine klal. Kol shekin beatar de kariv hahu distar mesava, veoraita la kaamar, ela ki naga. Kemad atameo, vehol asher yigabo hatame yitma. Brich Rachamana de Yahav Oraita Lisrael Lemizke va Bealma Dain Uvalma de Arte Dirtiv Orech Yamim Bimina Bismola Osher Vehavod. So we must not let any creature of the world eat it, meaning the um, sinew of the hip. Um, so we must not let any creature of the world eat it. It must not be eaten at all. Rabbi Yesa expounded, For he touched Jacob's hip socket, Genesis 32-33. Here is written, For he touched, and there is written, Whoever touches a corpse, the body of a human being, Numbers 19-13, Just as there impure, so here impure. For he defiled that sight, and from an impure sight we must not benefit at all especially a sight approached by that impure side. Torah says simply, for he touched, as is said, whatever the impure one touches becomes impure. And I guess that's Numbers 19.22. Blessed be the compassionate one who gave Torah to Israel, enabling them to merit this world and the world that is coming, as is written, length of days in her right hand, in her left, riches and honor. Proverbs 3.16. Footnote 240 on page 34 so we must not let any creature of the world eat it. For example, it cannot ever be thrown to the dogs. In accordance with the Talmudic view of Rabbi Shimon, 
Psachim 22a, who forbids deriving any benefit at all from the sciatic nerve. Footnote 242, he defiled that sight. Samael defiled the sight of the sciatic nerve. Footnote 243, that impure side, in other words, Samael. 244, Torah says simply, for he touched, implying impurity by analogy with the verses in Numbers. Rabbi Elazar Patach, Kilot Hishtachavel El Acher, Vagomer, Vechi Yaakov, de Ihu, Shlimu, de Avan, de Ishtolim, Laela, Vetata, Vitperir, Hulaka, Shlematal, Kuchabrihu, Vehu, it Kariv, Legabe Yatir, Hech Sagid, Lahu, Rasha, de Esav, de Ihu, Misitra, de El Acher, Uman, de Sagid, lay. Sagid la el acher. Itema begin tala tala be idane sagid lay. Love hachi. Deha esav ke el acher hava. Vyakov lo yiskod lahu sitra ulahu hulaka klal. El aktiv. Verta shalom uvetra shalom. Vehola shelacha shalom. Vehu itmar de asir. La ak dume lehu shlam le rashiaya Ella ukmua dil kudshabrehu kaamal ubegin de yachshiv naval de ale kaamal kegav nada vaishtahavu Yisrael al rosh hamita vehi lagabe divrei Yis God Ella la atre dishrinta ka kara vesagid of haha vehu aval lifnehem man vehu dashrinta de hava azla kame vehu da netiru ilaa kevan de hama yakov amal ha idan le sagda ulgabe de kuchabrihu de hava azil kamei kara vesagid shva zimnin ad gishto ad achiv vela kti vaishtahavu le esav ela kevan de hama de ha kuchabrihu azal kamei keden sagid le kavle begin de la le mehav yakal ולמסגד על אחרא ברמיני וכל יהו כדקאיות זכאין אינו צדיקיה דכל עובדיהון דקא עבדי בגין יקרא דמראיהון יהו ובגין דלה יסטון למינה ולשמאלה He went on ahead of them and he bowed to the ground seven times until he drew near his brother Genesis 33.3 Rabbi Elazar opened, You must not bow to another god. Exodus 34.14 Now Jacob was consummation of the patriarchs, perfected above and below, selected as the full share of the Blessed Holy One, intimately close to him. So how could he bow to that wicked Esau who derives from the side of another god? Whoever bows to him bows to another god. Now you might say, because in the fox's season, bow to him. 
Not so, for Esau resembled another god, and Jacob would never bow to that side, to that portion. Rather, it is written, Peace be to you, peace be to your house, peace be to all that is yours. 1 Samuel 25, 6. And it has been said that it is forbidden to greet the wicked first, but they have established that he was really speaking to the Blessed Holy One, while assuming that Nabal would think he was speaking to him. Similarly, Israel bowed at the head of the bed, Genesis 47:31. Now, would he bow toward his son? Rather, he bowed to the sight of Shekhinah. Here, too, he went on ahead of them. Who is he? Shekhinah, who is going ahead of him. He, supernal protection. As soon as Jacob saw, he said, Now is the time to bow toward the Blessed Holy One, who was going ahead of him. He bowed down seven times until he drew near his brother. It is not written he bowed to Esau. Rather, as soon as he saw the Blessed Holy One going ahead of him, he bowed toward him, so as not to render honor or bow to anyone else all fittingly. Happy are the righteous, all of whose actions are for the glory of their Lord, deviating neither right nor left. Footnote 246. Jacob was consummation of the patriarch. See Bereshit Rabbah 76.1. Rabbi Pinchas said in the name of Rabbi Ruvain, the chosen of the patriarchs is Jacob's as is, Jacob as is said, for Yah has chosen Jacob for himself. Psalms 135.4. Jacob symbolizes Tiferet, who harmonizes and completes the polar opposites. Chesed and Gvurah, symbolized by Abraham and Isaac. Footnote 247, from the side of another god from the demonic realm. Footnote 248, And the foxes seize and bow to him, submit to an inferior person when he is in a superior position. In Megillah 16b, this proverb is transmitted in the name of Rabbi Elazar, son of Padat, to explain why, according to Genesis 47:31, Jacob bowed to his son Joseph. Footnote 249, Peace be to you, peace be to your house. King David's greeting to Naval who is described as an evildoer, 1 Samuel 25, 3. Footnote 250, it is forbidden to greet the wicked first before being greeted by them. Footnote 252, would he bow toward his son? Would Jacob Israel bow to his son Joseph? Footnote 253, he bowed to the sight of Shekhinah, who appeared to him. Footnote 254, who is he? Shekhinah, supernal protection. Although the pronoun apparently refers to Jacob, it really refers to the divine presence who have preceded him. Footnote 255, it is not written he bowed to Esau, rather he bowed toward him. The verse does not read he bowed to Esau, but rather he bowed to the ground, implying that Jacob really bowed to God, though Esau imagined that his brother was bowing to him. Yavots Esav Likrato, Vyechab Kehu, Vaipol al Tsavarav, Tsavarok Tiv Haser, Vaishakehu, Vaifku, Rabbi Yitzhak Patach, Veharashaim Kayam Nigrash Ki Hashkait Lo Yuchal, Vayigreshu Memav Refesh Vatit. Haikra itmar, umile de oraita, kama razin ilain itbehu, meshanian da minda, vehulu ha had, vealashaim kayam ni grash ki hashkate lo yuchal da esav, the whole ovadoi, beer shiu ve chiuva, 
Deha kad ata legabe de Yaakov, ovadoe la hava bishlam, vaipol al tsevaro, chad da yukshalayim, tsevaro de alma, tsevaro vela tsevarav, begin ditrin zimim, it chariv be makdesha, chad mi bavel, vechad mi. Zar e de Esav de Apil Garme Ale Zimna Chada Vecharib Le Velda Vaipol Al Tsevaro Chad Vaishakehu Nakud Lael Begin de la Nashke Berauta Utnan Dirtiv Unatarot Neshikot Sone Da bilam kad barichlon le Israel, de ha la barichlon biruta de liba, uf haha venatarot neshikot sone, da esav. Amarabi yose, a ketiv, kuma adonai hoshieni elohai, kihi kita et kol oevai, lechi shine reshaim shibarta. Utnan al tikre shibarta ela shirbavta de asgiu shinoi vechashiv le nashale vechule vealda vayivku da bachi veda bachi veokmua chavraya. Esau ran towards him and embraced him, flung himself upon his neck, spelled Tsavaro deficiency, deficiently, and kissed him, and they wept. Genesis 33.4 Rabbi Yitzchak opened, The wicked are like the troubled sea that cannot be still, whose waters toss up mire and mud. Isaiah 57.20 This verse has been discussed, but words of Torah contain countless secrets differing from one another, all of them one. The wicked are like a troubled sea that cannot be still. Esau all of whose actions were steeped in wickedness and sin, for when he approached Jacob he acted defectively, hostily. He flung himself upon Tsavaro, his neck, singular, namely Jerusalem, neck of the world. Tsavaro, his neck, not Tsavarav, his necks, because the temple was destroyed twice, only by, sorry, once by Babylonia and once by the seed of Esau, who threw himself upon it once, destroying it. So he flung himself upon Tsavaro, his neck, singular. Vayishakehu, and he kissed him, dotted above, for he kissed him reluctantly. We have learned that it is written, Excessive are kisses of an enemy. Proverbs 27, 6, Balaam, blessing Israel, for he didn't bless them wholeheartedly. Similarly here, excessive are kisses of an enemy. Esau. Rabbi Yossi said, It is written, Arise, O Yudevave, deliver me, O God, for you strike all my enemies on the jaw, you break the teeth of the wicked. Psalms 3.8 And we have learned, do not read Shibarta, you break, but rather Shirbavta, you elongate, for his teeth extended because he intended to bite him. Esau, the first vampire, biting him on the neck. So they wept. This one wept, and that one wept, as the, as the companions have established. Footnote 256. His neck spelled Savaro deficiently. The biblical word Savar, neck, is sometimes declined in the plural. For example, Genesis 27, 16, 45, 14, Savarav, his neck. 
In the verse discussed here, Genesis 33, 4, this plural form, Tzavarav, is spelled deficiently without a Yud, Tzavaro, as if it were the simple singular form, Tzavaro. Footnote 258, defectively, hostily, La bishlam, not in shlam. The word shlam means peace, but here may imply shlimu, completeness, the lack of which is apparent both in the defective singular spelling of tsavaro, tsavarav, see note before last, and in Esau's conduct, which was faulty and disingenuous. Footnote 259, Jerusalem, neck of the world, elevated, beautiful, and vital. Footnote 260, Tsavaro is neck, not Tsavarav is necks. See above, note 256. The temple in Jerusalem was destroyed twice, once by the Babylonians in 586 BCE and once by Rome, identified with the descendants of Esau in 70 CE. The full plural spelling Tsavarav is necks would allude to both these acts of destruction, but the apparently singular form Tsavaro, his neck, alludes to just the second perpetrated by the seed of Esau. See Bereshit Rabbah 93.12, Babylonian Talmud, Megillah 16b, according to Abadiah 1.10-15, and Psalms 137.7, Edom, supposedly descended from Esau, encouraged or helped the Babylonians in the attack on Jerusalem. Footnote 261, Vayishakehu, and he kissed him, dotted above. Certain letters in the Torah are dotted, inviting various Midrashic interpretations. In this verse, all the letters of Vayishakehu, and he kissed him, are dotted. Footnote 263, do not read because he intended to bite him. According to one Midrashic tradition, the dots over the word Vayishakehu and he kissed him imply a slightly different spelling with a radically different meaning. Vayishakehu, and he bit him. See Shir Shirim Rabbah on 7.5. Vayishakehu, and he kissed him, entirely dotted. Rabbi Shimon, son of Elazar, said... This teaches us that he didn't come to kiss him, but rather to bite him. However, the neck of Jacob, our father, turned into, into marble, and the teeth of that wicked one were blunted and melted like wax. Why then does scripture say, and they wept? Genesis 33.4, this one was weeping for his neck, and that one was weeping for his teeth. The Midrashic emendation, Shibarta, you break, Shirbavta, you elongate, appears in Babylonian Talmud Brachot 54b concerning the teeth of Og, king of Bashan. Here, Rabbi Yossi's point is that Esau's teeth grew so long that he could not bite with them. See Sechel Tov, Genesis 33.4. Our rabbis expounded Shirbavta, you elongate, indicating that his teeth projected 60 cubits in each direction. Footnote 264, as the companions have established, see the preceding note. As I said, Esau, the first vampire. Love that midrash. Hope everybody's finding meaning in their studies. Catch y'all tomorrow. Take care.